the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. It is March 18th. It is a Saturday. I'm here in my dining room in Indiana. And Chuss is in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My father was looking for me for a second. But um, we're here. We're, we're having fun. We're doing great. I'm, I'm rallying. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. Uh, St. Patrick's Day was fun. Sometimes things happen on St. Patrick's Day that cause you to have a headache the next day. Uh, how, how, are you, how are you doing, Chuss? Uh, I was while you were doing your uh, crazy stuff yesterday. I was watching the greatest March Madness day in my entire existence of my life. Um, you know, I had number uh, eleven, University of Pittsburgh Panthers beating the Iowa State Cyclones um, in an upset for today's or for <coughs> excuse me yesterday's game. I watched Pitt. You know, obviously, you know the home. Of, Kenny Pickett and James Conner, Aaron Donald, you know, just on a basketball, Tyler uh, Boyd. you know, and Tyler Boyd. Yes. So Larry Fitz, sure. you know, the names can just go on right, and on. Right, right. Yeah. University of, yeah. University of Pittsburgh Panthers, 11 seed, won their playing game, beat the Iowa state Cyclones. I almost said Arizona state, but that was, that was with TCU. Um, <laughs> but but with that being said, you know, as Pitt won, I started getting some messages from my good old buddy, old pal Josh here, telling me how much Pitt was bad and no, how no. much Pitt sucked. No, yeah, you said eat shit, Pitt. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean that's true. But I, I was saying like Pitt is killing I- Iowa State right now, like they because it was like twenty-two to two at one point. Well, they were, yeah. yeah I mean, and- I, the fact that Pitt made it made the lead only six at one point really frustrated we were we were at a bar we were watching that game and my buddy he was like they're gonna come back i mean six seed isn't gonna lose to an 11 seed i was like i don't know this is a pretty it's a pretty big divide here so we both put five on it and so thank you pittsburgh they got me five dollars um (laughs) my but 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 yeah and then um I, i honestly um i took it offensively when he said that derogatory thing towards Pitt about eating poop so um my boy from uh from Fairleigh Dickinson uh who graduated with me actually uh was a part of the team that beat his uh hometown boys of Purdue (laughs) I don't know so uh, by the time that came I didn't watch that game but by the time that game ended everyone was like Purdue just lost I was like no they didn't like I didn't I simply didn't believe it it was and then the bar that we were at at that point 
was like, hey, Purdue just lost. This sucks. We're all upset. So there's a free round. So I was like, okay, well, that's cool. But at the same time, Purdue just lost, and I picked them to go all the way. So I was very sad. You were texting me, and you are like, whoa, I thought Purdue was supposed to go all the way, and the pit's not out yet, but Purdue's out. What happened? You sent me the, like, what happened? I don't even know who that guy yeah. is. Yeah, James. You know James? I know. He's, what happened? Yeah, I know he's a Chiefs fan, but that's it. But, yeah, yeah you sent me he, that. He, yeah, because it was, it was funny because, like, you were hyping up Purdue for, like, the last day and a half and telling me how much Pitt sucks. And I was like, bro, Pitt has, <laughs> Pitt's still in the tournament. And Purdue got knocked out in the first round. So I was just doing a little trolling because you know, you know, like you've had your uh, your Bengals, uh, your Bengals, uh, your you've, you've been riding a Bengal train for a while where you're just like, oh yeah, Pittsburgh sucks. Pittsburgh sucks. As long as I've known you, Pittsburgh has been Pittsburgh like, does you know, nine eight, nine and eight, nine seven and one. You know, <laughs> there are very so. few things that I like about Pittsburgh. So, hey man, I'm from Pittsburgh. You should, you <laughs> I should, like you should. One of the few things. Yeah. But okay, so since you were harassing me, how annoyed were you when I want to see if I can find the exact text I sent you regarding Orlando Brown? Oh, I did. I did find this video of Mason Shrek though. So said he might check out the podcast. So shout out to Mason Shrek if he is listening to the podcast. This is your moment right here that I'm thanking you. <laughs> but uh, Orlando yeah, Brown, yeah. Orlando Brown Jr. Is yes. a Cincinnati Bengal on a discounted contract, about six million dollars a year cheaper than they thought he was going to go for. He's going to play left tackle. He's going to protect Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm feeling pretty confident. Uh, yeah, I said just got Orlando Brown four years, sixty-four million dollar contract. You said at what cost? I said sixty-four yeah. million. And yeah, I said at what cost, and I don't think you understood what I meant. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, I was like going. sixty-four million. I just said that, but you're like, you got Orlando Brown at the cost of some of your other players. So, actually, it was just one player, and it was Jesse Bates because Jesse Bates. Yeah, you, what about Von Bell? You you don't consider Von Bell on the same level for your Bengals team? I do, but Jesse Bates signed a sixty-four million dollar contract. Fair enough. So that's Fair what enough. he wanted. So essentially what we did was we took the money that we would have had to have paid Jesse, gave it to Orlando Brown. I love Jesse Bates. I always will love Jesse Bates. He's a, he's a really cool guy. He's got a great charity. I I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything bad about him. There Some of my friends know his family, and they've always said great things about him. Um, that being said, protecting Joe Burrow is – a much more needed thing right now than a safety and moving on from Jesse Bates was the best thing for the Cincinnati Bengals and for Jesse as well. And the, the, the guy from Fort, the guy from Fort Wayne who made me mad when he signed was drew tranquil, drew tranquil. He, who he went to the same high school as me. I watched him play growing up. He signed a one-year contract with the Kansas city chiefs. My enemy, my enemy team. No, the Chiefs. So yeah, I mean, I have Chiefs gear, but it's one of those things where I, I um, I don't know how to feel about the Chiefs. I'm not that big of a like. Uh, honestly, like when it came to Eagles or Chiefs, I, I was going Eagles all the way. But like, it's one of those things where, when I feel like a lot of team, a lot of players have just been going to the Chiefs a lot, and um, ju just for the idea of potentially getting the ring because. 
I think I think a lot of players now just are expecting Patrick Mahomes to just be a, like a dynasty type player, like Kansas City's in their dynasty era. So, which I mean, it's fair, but at the same time, it was like, dude, you were a Charger, and then you went over to the Chiefs, and I texted, I texted his brother, I was like, bro, like as soon as the news came out, I was like, bro, and he knew just what I was talking about. He said, he's like, I know, I don't like it either, but now I'm a Chiefs fan. It's tough, man. It's, it's hard. It, it's hard. But um, but with that being said, I kind of want to go back to um, like the Chargers real quick. Um, you know, like Austin Eckler still hasn't been traded or anything like that. I haven't heard any news on that. Um, people claim him, Lamar Jackson, the Green Bay Packers, and somebody else are the big four losers of week one free agency. And that was just because Austin Eckler, I guess, didn't get a trade or didn't get moved or anything like that. And I felt like that was a little – uh pushing in i mean i don't think that's an l for austin eckler not finding a trade immediately but i don't know that, that's what some reporters were saying on um the news i don't agree with it i don't want you to hey. shoot me or anything but yeah they, they think he he took an l because of uh, it, weird uh, people are running out of things to talk about yeah. in my opinion i feel like thing i mean that's why all these weird reports about you know like you like we talked about with stan it was like the jamar chase thing and then like joe mixon like all this random crap is coming out of who nowhere. was found innocent joe mixon had a legal he legally had a gun on the property but no shots were fired from joe mixon so he's completely innocent on that just perfect perfect but that's good though but yeah. like but point being is like all of this like random news that's coming out of nowhere that everyone's like but like what what does this have to do with anything to be like just like why is it coming out like people are running out of news more or less but um but <laughs> But but yeah, so I just kind of wanted to bring that up because nothing has been said about um, uh, about Austin Eckler, and he was a big name coming out of L.A. for a trade because you know he's a pretty pretty good player, I would say. You know, just like a decent running back. But um, uh, but I, I'm just yeah. But <laughs> anyway, um, from but going back to like the Bengals because we were talking about the Chargers, Drew Tranquil, and everything. Um, you know, with the signing of Orlando Brown. You know, I know your backup tackle. Um, I believe backup tackle. He's he's he is a player for you guys. Um, I don't he, know if he was a starter last year. I don't know much about Jonah. him. I just heard about him. Jonah, yeah, yeah, Jonah. He so when Burrow was drafted, so Jonah was our first round pick in 2019. Yes. Uh, then when Burrow was drafted, at that point he was the best offensive lineman on the team. So he was left tackle his entire NFL career. Um, now he's kind of, it's kind of gotten to the point on the offensive line where he's, he's not horrible by any means, but he's not the best guy on the line anymore, especially with Orlando Brown coming in. Uh, Orlando Brown is going to be left tackle. They, the thought was we can just move Jonah over to right tackle. Everything will be great. I mean, Jonah's going to be on the same contract anyway, so it's not like he's going to get screwed in any way. Jonah apparently wants to play left tackle. He really wants that to prove himself as a left tackle. So he's requested a trade. I don't know what's going to come of it. Um, I don't think he's really in a position where he can be like, oh, I'm sitting out. I'm not going to play right tackle. I refuse to play right tackle. And just, he, I mean, it's a contract year for him, I believe, I'm pretty sure. And he doesn't want to – if he doesn't want to play right tackle, there's going to be a lot of teams that look at that and they're like, okay, well – we're not going to trade for you. So I think he'll end up playing somewhere. I don't know whether it's with the Bengals. 
of course, in my head, I'm trying to figure out a way where we can trade Jonah Williams for Austin Eckler, but you know, it's he he'd free up twelve million dollars in cap space if he was traded. So that that would be a big move for the Cincinnati Bengals. And yeah, all- but the only the only problem with that though is like Austin Eckler might want a pretty decent contract coming up if you were to trade. Like Austin Eckler's contract, I think, is only like six point six million or something like that. So you guys would still have like even trading away that twelve million in cap space, you would have six point something million in cap space even with getting Eckler. But the problem that I would have for you guys is on top of all the other random signings that you have to do with all the other offensive players that you have, I feel like Austin Eckler might be a might be a struggle to re-sign after this season. So it might be it might be it might have to be your uh, your Super Bowl signing team. Oh yeah, he's so a- if you Eckler's a free agent after this season, it looks like. So he's yeah, he's in his final year. He has a cap hit of seven point seven million right now. So I mean, I was I was a little off. Oops. I mean, I mean, not terrible, Still. not not a terrible contract at all though. So I mean, that's just what I'm envisioning in my mind. There are people that are smarter than me working for the Cincinnati Bengals that are probably going to figure something out. Um, but like you said, I do think it's interesting that Austin Heckler hasn't really shown, been shown any interest from teams, it seems like. I haven't seen any reports that he's meeting with anyone. Um, same, And like you said, they're just talking on these, on these news outlets at this point. Uh, yesterday on Good Morning Football, they ranked like, like the one day they were like top five NFC quarterbacks on our whiteboard. And then the next day they're like, top five AFC quarterbacks on this whiteboard. Mind you, Joe, Joe's boy, Kyler Murray, was not in the top five of the NFC quarterbacks. So Kyler Murray is not a top five NFL quarterback, according to – or NFC quarterback, according to Good Morning Football. But Jared Goff is. So <laughs> – Ooh, very interesting. Very interesting. I, I mean, I guess, I guess if they look at certain statistics, I mean, I guess Jared Goff would have the better resume. But is he the better quarterback? Another, I don't know. Well, another interesting thing was on the AFC side, uh, I think only one of them put Lamar in their top five. And another one only put Herbert at number five. Herbert was only yeah, on the board uh, once. So it, yeah, Lamar, I feel like once again, Lamar is overrated with, with you know, I, I feel like people, like I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, Lamar's in his prime. Um Sorry, I'm I'm feeding uh feeding Murray at the moment, Latavius Murray. Um, so I'm kind of like not looking at the camera. But I feel like a lot of people on Twitter, you know, like for the once a week time that I go on Twitter, a lot of people were talking about Lamar and saying, Oh yeah, you know, Lamar, he's uh, you know, in his prime. I feel like something shady's going on, you know, blah blah blah. They were talking about how like, you know, he's not getting signed and all that. I, I think it has a lot to do with just, you know, I think a lot of these teams want to win. And not that Lamar can't win. I just think that he, he struggles in playoffs. And, and based on his resume, though, you know, he only has one playoff win. He tends to get injured almost every season. He's not reliable. He's not consistent when it comes to injuries. When he's playing, he's great. And that's great. But the problem is, is that most of these teams, they want a player that even if he gets hurt and he's out for five games, he'll at least be ready to go by playoffs. If he gets hurt, it's week five to 10 or something ridiculous or something stupid. They don't want a quarterback that plays all year, runs around, scrambles like crazy, and then gets injured week 14 every single year and then's out for the rest of the season when they need him most. Um, 
I think Lamar Jackson's a great player. I think his contract's a little goofy. I think he tweeted something about only wanting 113 million guaranteed over three years yeah. now. Some somebody I think like that's it, what he was offered. Yeah, and it it was it was something he talked about that and I, I just 133 million guaranteed over three years, and he was making fun of people who said that he needed an agent because he doesn't have an agent. He's his own agent. Yeah, yeah, and I, I yeah, he was, yeah, I remember that now. He he was making fun of the idea of that, and I, I thought that was kind of silly because I feel like that's a really good contract for a quarterback that, you know, I, and I get it, you know, I I get that he wants to be a top paid, but uh, but he has nothing really to show for it. It's not like he's done deep. Like if Joe Burrow wanted to do two fifty million guaranteed, I would I would be a little you know standoffish about it at first because i'd be saying you know i don't know what what it you know that's a lot of money but in fairness joe burrow only has gotten hurt one season it was season ending it was his rookie season and in the last what two years because he's only been in the league what three years right he's been Four? in the league since 2020 so this will be his fourth so, season yeah so in 2020 he got hurt what did they do in 2021, 2021 i know you guys went to the super bowl Okay, 20. Oh, well, yeah, because it's 2023. Yeah, 2021. <laughs> because cause I keep thinking, because you're really, they, he's been in the league three years. Well, ACL, Super happened. Bowl, AFC Championship, Championship. game. And now we're. Yeah, and, and he has more. He has more that he has more to show than Lamar Jackson does in right. three seasons. Lamar Jackson, yes, got MVP and whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, but the, the thing with Lamar Jackson is he has one playoff win because he's, and everyone says, yeah, but it's because he's been hurt. Well, his his basis is a lot of running. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna get hurt. <laughs> so, <laughs> also he complains about not having weapons, but the fact is you can't you can't sign weapons if you're paying. When when Deshaun Watson got signed to his fully guaranteed contract by the Cleveland Browns, there were reports that all of the other NFL owners were livid at the Cleveland Browns. This is why, <clears throat> because now look. What I know Lamar is doing is he's pointing and he's saying, hey, Deshaun didn't play for two years. Deshaun went through all this other crap with the law, and he got a fully guaranteed contract. So where's my fully guaranteed contract? You know? Yeah, it's, it's – it's... And that's a valid point from Lamar. I'll grant him that. However, the thing that he is using as his point is stupid. His point isn't stupid, but the fact that the Cleveland Browns did that is stupid. Well, we we nothing nothing against uh, the people of Cleveland, but we all know how the Cleveland Browns organization <laughs> is. Um, so uh, they're they're not they're not uh, the most intelligent people I would, in the NFL. I would consider them probably the bottom ranked organization when it comes to freaking figuring out things. You really thought Deshaun Watson was a good idea? Come on. You cannot tell me that Deshaun Watson was that good of an idea. I would never, ever, ever give a quarterback that large of a fully guaranteed contract. That's insane. It's And not only that, but Baker Mayfield isn't that bad. Like, he wasn't that mm -hmm. bad that they had to give him up. Right. I. I mean, it, they, he brought them to more glory in one season than every other 12, 15 quarterbacks that they had in the last 20 seasons gave them. You know, Baker Mayfield beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like that's a pretty big deal for the dang Browns, he, considering they didn't do anything. I don't know if Joe Burrow's ever beat Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, this like, was, it's one of those things. I mean, it's been years. I mean, it, you know, no, this year was the first year that Joe beat the Browns. <laughs> Joe had, if like, 
There's oh, a wow. team that Joe struggles um, against. It's the Cleveland Browns. It took and, his yeah, one and win we, against them. Dang. So I don't know. I mean, but that's but that's the thing. Like the Steelers always had the <clears throat> like always had the Browns number like every single year. It's it's always been. But but with Baker, it was almost like the Steelers tended to struggle. I mean, Ben was getting kind of older, you know. And then this year with Kenny Pickett going in, it was you know beginning of the season. It was kind of a little rough. I think I don't even think Kenny was in at that point. I think it was Mitch. But but long story short, it's it's one of those things where I don't think Baker was that bad and. Honestly, I think he could have brought them a lot of glory. I mean, you saw what he did in L.A. I mean, you know, he went to L.A. and filled in for that position, and I didn't think he did that bad. I thought he was a pretty good Ram. I, I thought I thought he did pretty good for, for you know, getting thrown in real quick. He, he clutched up, and mm-hmm, he won mm-hmm. some good games for them. I mean, granted, it didn't change their playoff picture, but it made him look good. Now he's now he's a buccaneer. Maybe he'll do some stuff for Tampa Bay. I just, I just think it was a really bold move to move with Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. especially with – all the legal stuff and everything else. And I mean, like I said, Deshaun Watson hasn't really proven to me as much either. I mean, I feel like Baker has always been kind of more of a goofy guy. Um, the problem kind of like he's in those Cleveland Brown commercials that they had where he, the home commercial or whatever. Yeah. So I think the problem with Baker is his expect people's expectations for Baker were so high because he was the number one overall pick in 2018. Yeah, so that's, that's true. Everyone's looking at Baker and they're like, dude, you were supposed to be, he was supposed to be like the second coming of Christ, you know, like he was supposed to be the yeah, next best thing since uh, Andrew Luck. And it, with the Cleveland Browns, first of all, second of all, it's, he just, he's not that. I mean, to be honest, he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. But, I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why Cleveland was so desperate to give this guy, Deshaun Watson, a fully guaranteed multi-million dollar contract. And now it's screwing over the entire NFL. Well, not only the entire NFL, and then it's, it's screwing over the entire NFL, but it's also screwing them over like individually as a team because – with the guaranteed money and stuff, how much can Cleveland possibly do in free agencies and different things like that? There's not a lot of whole crap they can do now with this giant guaranteed contract that they have for Deshaun Watson. I mean, obviously they're going to be able to make some moves, but I don't think I don't know how long this contract is. It's got to be it's multi like multi year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely like four to seven or something ridiculous. If they they have to run with Deshaun Watson and hope that with the weapons that they have which isn't the greatest amount of weapons because they let Kareem Hunt go, I think, and Nick Chubb is still around. So who's on their wide receiver? Like, do they still have they Jarvis have, Landry? Uh, I mean, they I know they don't have Amari, Odell. They have Amari Cooper, Anthony yes. Schwartz, who was a 2021 rookie, <laughs> I think. Let me yeah. see here. I don't think uh, mm. Jarvis Landry's still there. I feel like he signed somewhere else. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Oh, Jarvis, you're right, because I think Jarvis Landry ended up signing with the Saints. So I don't think he uh, ended up... Well, a long yeah. t- I think he was like just a pick random player for Oh, he's them. a free agent right now. Yeah, I think he was just... I think what happened was he played for the Saints and got hurt. Gotcha. But I think he was just like a, like a fourth... He was like an A.J. Green for the Cardinals, where he was good, but like he was hurt. And well, not well. AJ Green wasn't hurt, but like he was, he was a good fourth, fourth wide receiver for them until he got hurt. I believe. I I just remember him in a vividly in a fantasy football uh, algorithm where he was wearing a Saints jersey and he was and it said out because I think I cut him from my roster, so because he was hurt, so and I wasn't gonna keep him. You know, 
So I'm, I'm looking at the team's cap spaces right now, according to overthecap.com. You know, the team, I didn't think they were going to be able to do it, but they managed to do it somehow. Hmm. Tampa Bay, they were fifty six. Hey, yeah. They were fifty six million dollars over the cap. They're only a million over now. They they brought it down. Pretty impressive. They brought back Levante David. They've got the future of the franchise, Baker Mayfield at quarterback. They're they're going to be having a great time down there in Tampa Bay. I, I don't know if Mike Evans is coming back. I, I assume he is. So I mean, Tampa's got something to be excited about. But let's see. Yeah, Mike Evans will be back. $13 million base salary. Hmm. But I hope nothing but the best for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. Yes, now that now that Thomas Brady now, is gone. Now that yeah, now that Tom Tampa Bay is no longer Tampa Bay, it's now just Tampa again. Tampa Brady. We, Tampa Brady, yeah. I I mean we, we should talk to these players all the time, but if, if we saw Tom Brady at the mall or something, we'd definitely be like Hello, sir. I know I would. I'd be like, dude, you're like you're a legend, man. I, can, I don't know what I would do if I walked up because Tom Brady broke, shattered so many of the Pittsburgh Steelers' dreams in the last 15 years. I, grew up I don't as a know Colts how fan. I would do. It, okay, but I grew up it, in the still... midst of the Peyton Manning Tom Brady rivalry. Exactly. So it's like it's it's shattering, shattering. But, but like, I mean, if I saw Ben Roethlisberger, I hate the Steelers. But if I saw Ben Roethlisberger at the mall, I'd be like, like, let's go, let's. That was me doing a weird fist bump mm. thing for the people not watching the YouTube video. I, I'd, I'd hit him up. We'd shake some hands. Maybe buy him a cheeseburger. Big Ben. Uh, yeah. Think, I, bet he, I bet he likes cheeseburgers. Everyone uh, likes I guess. I mean, <laughs> it depends on what mall. I mean, I haven't seen Ben Roethlisberger walking around any of the Pittsburgh malls. But my friend did see Kenny Pickett walking around uh, one of the malls. I'd say but this was when he was... This is when he was a Pitt Panther, though. So it was like before he even was going to be drafted. It was like 2019, okay. before COVID. So it was like he, it was like his junior year, right before he went into his senior year, and that was post super senior year with the beautiful ACC championship run. We love that. <clears throat> he's he's praying. If no, if you're I'm not just watching thanking, YouTube, I don't. No, I'm, I'm I'm thanking the Lord for that because oh. that was just that was a great time in my life. Honestly, was it right around then because a lot of things were going bad in Kenny Pickett World Tour, baby. <laughs> it Kenny went, went crazy. World Tour. Yeah, Kenny Pickett World Tour went crazy in the, in the ACC that year. So I, I'm very thankful for that. On the fake slide, oh, just chef's kiss, honestly. Honestly, it was just great. I mean, it's great. Like, it's fun because for me, it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Kenny Pickett fan. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it's even more fun to watch a, a player that you really love at a school that you really like to support it'd be like if you were as big of a pit fan as you like like if you were a big purdue fan like i am pit fan because i mean i feel like you support them but you don't follow them right, like right a lot i follow pit to the to the that's to true the end so if there was a purdue player that came out of purdue and they went to the Bengals, you would probably be like oh shoot this is really really cool and, right. or if you were a big basketball fan and one of the Purdue boil, ma- boil is it boil boiler boiler, boiler, boiler yeah if they I always get that confused but with Purdue if one of the Purdue players came out and ended up playing for the Indiana Pacers or something and you're a big Pacers fan um, I think that would just be really cool for you know you as well just just because it's exciting because you you watch this player grow up and then you see them go to your team 
And for me, I'm also a big bandwagon of uh, Jordan Battle, but that's for a Madden reason. And Jordan Addison did play for Pitt, although he is under the USC contract right now. So, And just to clarify, Purdue does have two – or I don't know that Ricardo Allen got re-signed. He might have retired. I think he retired. Marcus Bailey, though, <laughs> is a Purdue Boilermaker on the Cincinnati Bengals. So. See, but and it's one of those things where it might have been even more exciting for you when he got signed or drafted if you were if you followed that's, them that's, heavily. That's true, and the, so, I mean, I follow the guys. That's from why Fort I, Wayne. yeah, I follow the guys. Yeah, from exactly. Wayne, we don't have a big college here, so those guys getting signed, except Drew Tranquil because he went to the Chiefs. Even though I still, I still for him, but those guys, it's really exciting when they get signed at all. It's yeah, and. It's cool. It sucks this year is the first year since I've been a Bengals fan in 2013 that, to my knowledge, there will not be a Cincinnati Bengal from Fort Wayne, Indiana. So it's been a decade of 260 boys helping the 513, but it's over. Yeah, and we know how excited you were. The 206 boy is back. Oh, oh shoot. Shoot. I read that wrong. You did. Oh, did. Well, I'm was, happy for him. I was very happy excited. <laughs> That, oh. that video is on YouTube. People can go watch it if they want. Yeah. Um. So the big, big story, not any huge developments on it yet to my knowledge. I just checked Twitter to make sure. What do you think? Well, first of all, who do you think has the leverage in the Aaron Rodgers Jets situation? People are arguing about this on Twitter. Like it's going back who and forth. Who has the leverage? Yeah, so who has the leverage in the trade? The Green Bay Packers oh, uh- or the New York Jets? I think Green Bay does just because they have the quarterback. Uh, the, uh, that's really – because I feel like – and I, I think – didn't Aaron Rodgers say this on the Pat McAfee show that, you know, Green Bay's kind of stalling mm-hmm. with the Jets? Because Green Bay – like, I I had heard, you know, I don't know if this – through word of mouth through everybody that I've talked to over the last week has said that Green Bay kind of just wants what they want for Aaron Rodgers and – the Jets aren't willing to give up what Green Bay wants. And for and for that being said, if let's say the Jets have to give up multiple first-round picks and the Jets are like, no, we don't want to do that. Green Bay's like, well, you're not getting Aaron Rodgers then. <laughs> we're going to hold him. We're going to hold him hostage. So that I, I like the whole hostage situation and blah, blah, blah. I, I honestly think Green Bay has the, has the leverage because I think Green Bay has the quarterback. I, I, that's just my personal I, opinion. I think – Green, I think you're right. I think your your end statement is right, but I don't agree with the means to how you got there. I think Green Bay has the quarterback, but it's not Aaron Rodgers. They have Aaron Rodgers under contract, but he seems pretty upset with how the Green Bay Packers have handled this whole thing. Um, yeah, they just didn't want him around. I think the quarterback that they have that gives them leverage is Jordan Love, because they have a backup plan. The New York Jets don't have a backup plan right now. They have Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, baby. I mean, we've seen Zach Wilson play. We haven't necessarily seen a ton out of Jordan Love. I know a lot of Packers fans are very excited about Jordan Love. One one (coughs) on uh, some podcast out of Wisconsin or some radio show called him a Ferrari coming out of the garage. I don't know if I would go that far when describing Jordan Love, but, I mean, the Ferrari coming out of the garage. Ooh. What's, what's, what would probably happen if this trade doesn't go through is Aaron Rodgers is going to sit out. He can be like, you don't, you don't need to pay me because, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Packers have already said they're going to retire his number whenever he does retire. It, 
they're it's insane. Aaron Rodgers can do Aaron Rodgers things because he's Aaron Rodgers. So he might sit out. New York doesn't have a plan. I think that Green Bay seems to be asking for a bit too much out of this guy, though. Which, granted, four-time MVP winner, one-time Super Bowl winner, Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback. I get that. But the contract's pretty big, and he's only going to be there for one or two years, realistically speaking. Well, yeah, because you know that he's going to retire. I mean, mm-hmm. he can't. Well, right. He can't do this forever. And they're, well, they're tra- they, it's being reported that the Packers want two first-round picks for him. Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd do that. I would probably go with second round pick and then some conditional picks on the end of that. And then maybe throw in wide receiver, Elijah Moore, because Mm. Elijah Moore wanted to be traded last season. He didn't, he didn't like, he wasn't being targeted. He doesn't, he didn't seem like he wanted to necessarily be on the team. Uh, I don't know what kind of came of that now, but the Jets said no to trading him. Now you have an opportunity to trade him to another team. You've already replaced him in the wide receiver room with Alan Lazard. So you've got this very tight wide receiver room right now. So you can solve that problem by trading the guy, trading. Who, the guy who wanted to be traded. Um, you get Aaron Rodgers, who you're already all in on. And the Packers get, get rid of this guy that they didn't necessarily even want, apparently anymore i mean unfortunately who thinks he's debatably the best player in franchise history and every everyone on twitter thought that that was stupid <laughs> i mean well yeah i mean he's he said that and everyone on twitter was like no there's there's other there's other guys better than you aaron like packers fans are out on aaron Rodgers. they sold out so fast on him it's, yeah, it's that's tough, honestly. It must be I mean, now it's like one of those things where Aaron Rodgers is, you know, burning some bridges. Everybody hates Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay now, and Aaron Rodgers is about to go to a different team. Just just it's a it's a very toxic move for Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he's doing this now in uh in spite and everything else, you know. You, he he should have just honestly he should have just retired. I I think. I feel like I feel like he went into his dark room and his gut told him to retire. So I think he should have just went with his gut. Going into the darkness, he was ninety percent retiring. He said, "Coming out, yeah, coming I, out I of think, the darkness that he he decided to play." I think it's, you know, I I kind of wonder about that dark room. To be I, completely I honest, I do too. Because because how did he eat? Did he just like leave the dark room? He, Is there a bathroom? Well, it's like connected it's like this dark apart- room. Like I, I don't know I anything. From what he was describing, it's like you're in an apartment. And, and it's just dark. Yeah, everything's everything's dark. Um, it was like did he eat? it was. Did, it did, was, is, it, is there a dark microwave that you can't see the light? Whenever, I don't know. You know, it's, you know, well, microwaves turn on the light, and then they they do the rotating of you know of your mac and cheese. You know, you can yeah, see I'm it sure in there. Aaron and Rodgers eating on. microwavable mac and cheese. Hey, I'm just <laughs> saying. I mean, what what is he gonna make? I mean, you can't cook in the dark. I mean, you have to turn on a light at some point, Aaron unless Rogers he's getting DoorDash. Uber maybe Eats. Was, maybe he was. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. But then somebody's just going to knock on his door and just is. I don't know. He said, like, where he was at, you could. You did have the <laughs> option to, like, go outside for an hour to kind of reset if you wanted to. I think he said that he didn't. But you could have gone outside. It really seemed to me like he was at an Airbnb and he turned all the lights on. And, ev- like, yeah, all the windows just, were blocked. That's, it wasn't anything, like, super 
special, but special. I am intrigued by it. I, I'm also kind of intrigued by the science behind it and how that would help you. Maybe maybe because you're limiting your what's like your sensory stimulation that helps you think clearer. But I don't know. But I mean, I feel like I don't know. Or it's or it's a curse, and him doing that is just making him hallucinate, thinking that him coming, him him thinking that he should retire, and then being like, I still have fire left in me. You know, I, don't you think that's a little weird? I mean, I feel like that's just kind of weird that he went in thinking he was going to retire 90 percent sure he was going to retire and then that 10 percent won he, he knows yeah, something. completely won out he knows i something. I, 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 I whatever Although, i mean i hope for the best for him and 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 if they even go through with the jets trade but i'll tell you what yeah. i don't want to have they can't go to the super bowl this season stan, what jets stan, yeah stan the jet fan and i have had a four year long bet that the jets would not make it to the super bowl and this is the final year of that and if they go this year, I I owe him. I don't know how much money I owe him. It's a it's a lot. It, I'm sure. Yeah, you would owe him a lot of money. It's so Aaron Rodgers. You can make it to the AFC Championship, lose to Joe Burrow and the Bengals, and, and or Kenny Pickett when Kenny Pickett and the Steelers get really hot for no reason, and everyone's like, oh shoot, what happened to the Pittsburgh Steelers? You guys they cut just Miles got really Jack. You guys, you, you cut my man Miles Jack. Y'all aren't doing anything yeah I, I i don't know Devin bush got signed by the seattle seahawks i don't know if you knew that or not uh, uh i saw steelers something. legend Devin bush who did absolutely nothing for us so we got rid of him and now he's a seattle seahawk Devin bush will never be on the show now because of I, you and your toxicity pittsburgh pittsburgh steelers legend Devin bush you didn't do anything for us the reason that i say that is just because he didn't I'm not saying that he can't do good things <laughs> anywhere else. I'm just saying he didn't do anything for us. But if you talk, talk about all the other players in history that have done great things for other teams, but just not with their starting team or with a different team. You know, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. You said that like you were going to apologize, and then you but immediately still, doubled know. down. No, I, I stick with my opinion. I stick with it. That's... Devin Bush, it, honestly, he see. I don't know, bro. I think he even talked about he he posted a video about dropping a cat off of a like eight story building or something. The... There's like this whole scandal at one point, like with a Twitter video where he he was like, "Yo, cats always land on their feet," and it was like a cat like falling from like a balcony and landing on its feet, and everyone was like, "Bro, what the heck?" He, <laughs> they, he, like he dropped it. I don't think he dropped it. I think it was just like a repost video, but there was a lot of hate. It, like. Once again, a lot of, you know, Pittsburgh news sources like to over – I mean, I feel like this is with any sports. Toxic. Whenever – and when it's off-season, you know, Toxicity. or like when there's not when there's not a lot to talk about, they like to blow up random things. And they blew up this Twitter thing that he did. I believe it was Devin – it was one of the Steelers, but I think it was Devin Bush because um, a couple of my friends were really mad at Devin Bush and didn't like him because of the cat thing. So, but – I don't know. I, I feel like he had so much potential, and I think he just let a lot of the Steelers fans down. It's just because we traded up for him that year, and he didn't do much for us. Toxic. It'd be like you trading. It would be like you trading up for Joe Burrow and him being mediocre. Well, we didn't have to because we sucked the season before. <laughs> uh, I think we had two wins that season. That's that's a Cincinnati Bengals legendary team right there with the uh, two wins. Two oh my four, gosh, two that's and fourteen. Uh, oh, that, I believe Andy I Dalton who... also got hurt that season, so we're riding. Andy with, Dalton. We're riding with Ryan Finale. <laughs> Carolina Bengals quarterback Andy Dalton. I'm just waiting for Giovanni Bernard to get signed by the Panthers now too, and then 
they'll have the entire like Bengals roster from 2015. AJ I think Green's- they should bring. I was gonna say I think uh, at this point, you know, with the Jets, I think if they're bringing in Aaron Rodgers, they should just bring in Jordy Nelson too, and a bunch of the old, uh, old some old players too. I think that'd be great. Well, they're gonna bring AJ Green out of retirement. Yeah, honestly, I think they should just start. I think the NFL should just start doing this thing where they just bring out old players out of retirement just for fun, just be like, just like randomly, just be like, "Hey, yo, um, uh, I don't, I'm blanking. I was gonna say, I don't remember. Oh, um, oh, what's that one guy's name? Single NFL player? No, because there's one guy (laughs) that I'm thinking of right now that I can't remember his. Arian Foster. To tell Aaron Foster to come back, I was trying to think of somebody off the wall uh, or Zig. Where, where's Ziggy Hood? First former first round draft pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers years and years ago. Ziggy Hood, what happened to him? Bring him back. Bring back um, Arian Foster or um, Marshawn Lynch. I feel like NFL or uh, Arian Foster isn't really that out of pocket. No, I just couldn't think of his name. And everyone, yeah, but it's one of those things where you think about it and you're like. Arian Foster, wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. It, Think about it. You, you can't tell me you haven't thought about Arian Foster in the last, like, five months. You can't. I, feel I like have, actually. I can. Oh, really? Because oh, really? Wasn't it, wasn't it Arian Foster who went on that podcast and he was, like, joking about uh, the NFL being scripted? Oh, the script. And You're right. everyone took it <laughs> <him> seriously. <laughs> and everyone was like, right. Arian Foster just admitted like the NFL scripted. The NFL scripted. And I was like, yeah, I do remember. So that. I went and watched the I went and watched the clip, and he's like, he's like, clearly joking. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, I was really excited when my when I got the script that my MCL was gonna tear, so I got to sit out that season. That was that was a great season. I love that script. <laughs> like, and people were taking him seriously, and then he doubled down yeah. on it because people were being stupid. Yeah, and then they were like, oh yeah, and then they made all those memes where it's like. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Whenever they see the uh, their their script for their Super Bowl, and I was like, yeah, that the, sucks. Yeah, the, the, the twenty eight three comeback. I was like, I was like, that sucks. I was like, all these suck. <laughs> I was like, this this is just terrible. Tom Brady. Yeah, I totally forgot. I totally forgot about that. I forgot that Arian Foster was the guy that everyone actually believed was so the man. I have in fact thought script. about Arian Foster in the last five months. Okay, well, if, if it wasn't if that hadn't happened, I guarantee you wouldn't have thought of Arian Foster. Uh, he's, Probably some not. people put him in a hall of, uh, hall of fame nomination. Pa- well, okay, okay. So, I mean, what I, about what what about um former former NFL legend Paxton Lynch, the man to get dude, benched in like four different uh, football leagues? Paxton Lynch. I have a card. I have a tra- I collect trading cards, as you know. Well, he's not even that old. We we need some we need some older well, players. Pax, Paxton Lynch. I have this card of the 2016 like big three quarterbacks. From their rookie year, it's Wentz, cool pat, cool like jersey patch. Jared Goff, coolish jersey patch. But the coolest patch is Paxton Lynch's, and he did nothing, literally Man. nothing. It ruined the card. I'm sorry for your loss, but it's okay. We'll get over it. Um, is that is that all that we've got? I mean, oh, you wanted to talk about Gardner Minshew? Oh yeah. Yeah, you did. He's your guy. I thought you were gonna bring him up. Uh, yeah, and Gardner Gar- Minshew. Gardner Minshew. The uh, I put po- I posted this in the sports Discord. I'm in. I was like Gardner Minshew to the Colts, and the first response was, "Who cares? He sucks." And I was like, 
I like Gardner Minshew. I mean, he... I don't think he's. I mean, I I don't think he's been able to clutch up certain games, but I don't think he sucks. I think it's a five million dollar contract for a year. Like you're not killing cap. They paid the kicker more. Yeah, I, I think I don't think it's that bad of a deal, especially since like. I mean, granted, you know, Minshew didn't have the greatest season when he was in Jacksonville. I think they only had, like, one win or two wins or something like that. And then when he was in Philly, he, when he backed up Jalen Hurts, when Jalen Hurts was hurt, um, <laughs> Jalen Hurts was hurt, um, I think he lost to the Saints and the Cowboys, but the Saints game was really weird. But the Cowboys game, he almost won. He almost clutched up. It was the defense's fault. Gardner Minshew would have won that game. The well, defense didn't fall apart. Dude, he's a for the situation the Colts are in, uh, he might be solid. I think, I think he's solid. a good backup, maybe week one starter if need be. Uh, he can help whatever rookie quarterback they bring in. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, because right now, as of right now, who they, ha- they have, they have Gardner Minshew, what, Sam Ellinger still, right? Mm-hmm. They still have Sam. Uh, they're not going to run with him. And then are they drafting a new quarterback as of right now? You know more Colts knowledge. I don't know where Nick Foles is at. He was on the oh, team. Oh yeah, uh, Nick, Nick Foles was there for a while. I assume he's uh, not on the team anymore, but let's let's look up what what's uh, what's going on with Nick Foles. Mr. Nick Foles. Mr. Nick. But Mr. Well, Nick Foles, he is it's it says that Nick Foles is still around. Oh, well, it good. says NFL free agency Nick Foles to the Jaguars. Oh, oh, wait, no, no, no. Nick Foles to Jaguars, Le'Veon Bell to the Jets among worst signings of the last five years. Oh, well, I don't know. I think Nick Foles might be a free agent this year, but. I don't, I don't what? think so, though, because it doesn't say that he, it doesn't say that he's a free agent. Nick Foles. Oh, maybe he is still a quarterback for the Colts. But I, I. So I assume they're going to draft a quarterback. I think you have to draft a quarterback. Which quarterback it is, I have no idea. Because what's going to happen is, or I'm not going to say this is what's going to happen, but what it seems like is going to happen is the Panthers are going to draft Anthony Richardson first overall, your favorite quarterback in the draft. And joke. It's not. It's C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young might fall down to uh, Indianapolis. Which. Okay. Also, just to in 2023, Nick Foles will earn a base salary of 3.5 million and a workout bonus of 100,000, while carrying a cap hit of 3.6 and a dead cap value of 1.5. So he is still with the Colts as of next year or this coming season. So they have they're gonna have four quarter, five quarterbacks. Foles, Foles, Ellinger, Minshew. Who's their fifth? They don't have Matt Ryan anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It, they released Matt Ryan. Out of all those guys, Colts Matt legend Ryan. Matt Ryan. When Matt Ryan's the one to get released out of all those guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just it doesn't but, make any whatever. Um, um, but I, I mean, anything can happen. I don't think that he Anthony should get freaking drafted first overall. I've said it before. I, I just think it's a little premature to be completely honest. Well, I mean, so. and it could be Carolina being like, anyone else want to trade with us to make sure we don't draft your boy Anthony Richardson because we're going to draft him. They could just be saying that, and then they're like, we'll trade down to three, and then we'll still get the guy that we wanted. But now we've convinced everyone else Anthony Richardson is the good No, no. I mean, there's – Carolina is not going to benefit. They should just full send the freaking pick at this point because they literally already traded away half of their freaking future because they decided, oh, yeah, we're going to trade away first-round pick. 
our current first round pick this year, our first round pick next year, some seconds, some thirds, some players. Yeah, just whatever you want, honestly. You know, you can have whatever you want, Chicago. There you go. And then they're just like, all right, we're going to take this guy and we're going to go with Anthony Richardson. It's like, what? What do you mean you're going to go with Anthony Richardson? What? He's a what? big guy, though. I saw him getting He's, he's going to be, like I said, he's going to be a great player. Just, I, because the problem is, is Carolina right now is that Carolina is going to probably play whoever their backup is right now. Who Who is playing in Carolina right now? Andy, who, Dal- who Andy is Dalton is there right now. Okay, so what they're gonna they're gonna have to run with Andy Dalton for a couple weeks, it, because the, which is whatever. But like Carolina, I think is just expecting you know since they got the first overall pick that Anthony Richardson is gonna be that guy. Like he's gonna be he's gonna go right in and like a you know like these first round picks like Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow and Justin Hurt. Well, just well not well anyway. But like get get these first round picks and just kind of just just milk the crap out of them to hope that they do good in the first couple of weeks. And honestly, I don't think that's going to happen with this kid. I think he's just a little too young. Well, I'll tell you what probably isn't going to happen. Colts aren't trading with the Panthers. It's not going to happen because, oh, no. No. <laughs> because the head coach in Carolina is the Colts, former head coach who got kind of scapegoated for their terrible season last season. And so I'm sure he's not too keen on helping out Indianapolis right now because he's got to, he wants to prove himself. Frank Reich was picked up like that. Like when it came to hiring head coaches, Carolina was like, we want him. I don't know why you left, why you got shafted by the Colts, but we're taking you in. You're going to rebuild our team. We're going to give you a young quarterback, something the Indianapolis Colts never gave you. And we're just going to see how this goes from here. Um, I think it could work. For Carolina. I don't know who they're going to draft, though. I don't know who their young quarterback is going to be. I don't think it should be Anthony Richardson. I think he uh, – I just think that he should be drafted a little later on. I think he is going to be a great quarterback, but I think it's going to take him a little longer. Just I think it might take him an extra year. So I don't think it would be this season. I think it would probably be like halfway through next season. I hope Joe- – Because cause, cause he's, cause he's a sophomore, so. I hope Joe hears – this episode and when we do our mock draft on the cardinal rule i hope he mocks the steelers taking anthony richardson in the first round. why would we take anthony richardson because <laughs> he's it, it's not even it, did you ever taller, look at any of the stronger three? more athletic than kenny pickett did you look at any of the steelers mock drafts <laughs> at all they didn't I, the quarterbacks aren't even in the question oh actually that's a lie i did see i did see there was one there has been a couple mock drafts that have that georgia quarterback going to the Steelers Stetson in the seventh Bennett. round, yeah, because because he's so old that he he would just be a good like just guy to be there. And I was like, I was like, I guess this because I guess he's going to be in the seventh round. People have him going in the sixth or seventh round because he's so old that a lot of players or a lot of um, teams want the younger quarterbacks like Bryce Young and you know Anthony Richardson and stuff. That Setson Bennett's going to fall all the way to the seventh round for the Steelers to pick just for the giggles. And I was like, I don't know about that. We'll see. Okay, fine. But... You guys won't take Anthony Richardson <laughs> in the first. You're taking Stetson Bennett in the first now. No, we're taking Stetson Bennett in the seventh, no, according no. to some of these mock drafts. According we're to my going... mock draft. Why? No, no. Why draft. would we waste our first round pick on Stetson Bennett when we already have Kenny Pickett? And we need – we don't need quarterback help. We Richard. need, like, line help. We need everything else help. What quarterback <laughs> we don't need... competition? You had quarterback competition. 
Pickett had quarterback competition last no, season. No, he needs it this yeah, season. no, We're no, we gonna, don't need that. No, because because we already know how that BS goes. And if the Steelers start pulling at Jets, I probably am just gonna like jump off the the, the one of the bridges in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Mike Tomlin Freaking, is just gonna be like, you know, you you didn't have a great game, Kenny. Stetson we're putting in, in Mitch. We're, putting, oh. <laughs> we're, we're going to put Stetson. in Mitch. And then next week, we're going to put in Stetson. Yeah, Steelers just pulled the ultimate Jets move. Uh, Jets and Commanders and all the other uh, Colts, all the teams that just can't decide which quarterback they want. Just like, he's just like, you know, you you go out there. You go out there, Stetson, and if you have a good enough game, you're the new starter next week. <laughs> no, they're, they're not. No, because yeah. – because I, you think I get frustrated with the let somebody cook? Like, they, when I say that, like, genuinely, if the Steelers are doing that, I will actually probably, like, slam my computer and walk away, throw in the podcast if the Steelers start, like, switching between Kenny Pickett, Mitchell Trubitsky, and Stetson Bennett. And I'm going to just be mad because it's not even necessarily a Kenny Pickett problem at that point. It would just be the fact that the thing that I hate the most is a team switching between three different quarterbacks a season and the Steelers start doing it because they're just so fickle. I would just get so frustrated. Well, Luckily man. though, Mike Tomlin hasn't done that. He, Matt he let Kenny. He... Matt Cannon no. might get bored with his complicated offensive coordinators. His, his uh, he is a very, honestly, I think Matt Canada might be one of the most complex offensive coordinators <laughs> in the league. I don't honestly, I think he might be a better coordinator than Andy Reid. I mean, you see all those crazy, uh, um, jet sweeps that are played every single game. I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody can, uh, you know, mock them up like uh, uh, Matt Canada can. You know, I think, you know, I, I thought, I thought my, um, I thought my skills were honestly really good with my jet sweeps. But man, he just does something so crazy about getting those five yard gains with those, uh, those jet sweeps. Sometimes those five yard losses too. Man, he he loved milking Chase Claypool plan. for that. I guess so. Bill I mean, Matt's playing checkers. Matt Canada's playing chess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I well, honestly, I think um, I think the only reason they kept Matt Canada is because he's in his last year, and I, I think they're just gonna roll with Matt Canada until the end, and then I think they're just gonna let him post go. routes. Every every single receiver is on a post route. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think Matt Canada is just very, very great offense. Our honestly, goal, our goal is to get the most yards. Of play. <laughs> the easiest way to do that is have the receivers go as far as possible. What? It just. Oh my gosh! It just. It blows my mind what but, Pittsburgh's doing, but I don't know. I think it'll be fun. But I'll – I don't – this has been a filler episode. Yeah. This is, it's okay, though. Filler episodes are good. At, at least there, there was some news to talk about. Yeah, there, there, uh, did you – actually, your bracket's pretty much busted. My I was bracket ask is you. dead. Because right now I had San Diego State winning the next game, and they are beating Furman, who upset uh, – Number four seeded Virginia. You don't trust Virginia. You don't trust Virginia. You can't trust Purdue. You can't trust Houston. And last but not least, you cannot trust Arizona. <laughs> so you can't trust those four. And I'm just waiting on uh, the last one to lose, and that's Houston. But that's here nor there. Happy March Madness, everyone. I will talk to you on Monday. Go ahead, Joshua. Go do your spiel. My spiel. Uh, thank you for listening to today's show, even though it was a filler episode and Trust was extra toxic today. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butts Show. Our social media pages are No Butts underscore show on Instagram and No Butts Show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at Bolt News Podcast 2. That's the number 2 at gmail.com. 
Finally, our spread shop merch will be in the description, and I hope everyone has a great weekend. I hope everyone has a great rest of their week, and uh, go do something nice for someone. Also, I got one of those stickers. It looks kind of cool. I had my friend open it for me, so it looks it looks like it came out well. So I like I like the products that we're selling, the samples. Fist bump from Chuss. Everyone have a great weekend.